on this episode of the AIE Podcast. The Shadow Tide marches on. Impromptu volunteer guard duty day was a success with a few casualties. That happens. It's fine. Hey, do you like conquest points? Oh boy, do we have conquest points. Noobs, now on demand. And speaking of noobs, the floor tank herself, Dan Kenya, is here to talk to us about AIE and ESO. <laughs> All that and more coming up now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 342 of the podcast celebrating you, the Alea Octa S gaming community. The die has been podcast. I am Akala. To my left is Mucow. Greetings, vault dwellers. I mean, guildies. <laughs> and bottom right over a few floors, or over a floor, is Tetsami. I was going to say a few floors. <laughs> a few floors. <laughs> yes, You're you've now added, in the basement. You've added oh, levels to your house. Please. You've yeah, been busy. I'd, I'd, I'd love a basement, except for monsoon floods. Bad idea. Oh. For, that would be a bad idea. That would yes. be a pool. <laughs> All right. And this week, we are joined by our very special guest, Dan Kinnia, who is to, here to talk to us about AIE and ESO. And let's face it, knowing Kinney and Mew, Fallout 76. Absolutely. Welcome. Hi. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, did you hear your intro, you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yes. So in case anyone wants to know, where's Kinney? Kinney is here. Yes, I am right here. She is right here. All right. Um. So, so speaking of Kinney, what have you been up to in and out of game this week? Uh, lots of Animal Crossing. And... Mm. Wow, and ESO and Fallout 76. There's so many games and not enough. Yeah, yeah. Because um, the other thing is work. So, you know, there's that. Yeah, it's it's either work or video games for the most part because, you know, not leaving the house for any reason. Yeah. And the good thing is you're working from home, so your team can't see what you're doing when you're rolling your eyes at IMs. And... <laughs> Yeah, I, I roll my eyes frequently at I am. <laughs> they also can't tell when I'm playing Animal Crossing while listening to a conference. Yeah, yeah. The the portability of the Switch is awesome. Most definitely. Most definitely. Some would say so, Mew, what is too awesome, right, Mew? <laughs> too awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for those not knowing, Mew was trying to figure out where his switch because his, his hands were very yeah. So Mew, what have you been doing in and out of game? I'm gonna get some similar things. Yes, very much so. And it's it, actually, I'm, I'm more used to using this controller because, speaking of conference calls, um, uh, my battle station here is actually set up. So I have the big monitor, I have a small work monitor here, and then I have the gaming monitor here. So nice. the Switch is usually running right here all day, um, which is why often people visiting me, might, I may not be paying too much attention because I'm usually focusing on this one and, and, and working and whatnot. But um, it's, uh, yeah, uh, lots and lots of Animal Crossing to the point where uh, one of the benefits of uh, working with uh, the the Tokyo portion of my company is that I have access to all of their turnip sales. Nice. So I usually at about you know three or four a.m. I'm able to. I'll usually get a ping saying, "Hey, I've got great turnip prices. You know, come on over, and you know we'll go sell her there." So um, as of last week, all of my housing additions in Animal Crossing are paid off. I, Excellent. I saw it, it's all gravy at this point. Very cool. Uh, <clears throat> But uh, but yeah, uh, that's it probably probably micromanaging a little more than it's supposed to. But I'm trying okay. to ease off. I'm trying yeah. to ease off because it's supposed to be a relaxing game. You take your time, you know that sort of thing. It's it's definitely a a stress reliever game. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's been a fun uh, a fun escape. You know, pretend we're on an island and there's only a few people around us, and yeah, you know, everything's great. Um, <clears throat> other than that. Uh, a little bit of the Fallout 76 has been taking my attention. Um, <clears throat> so there that also uh, due to uh, the FOMO of last uh, podcast, I actually did jump into SWOTOR um, and have, 
my main um, <clears throat> imp side, my main uh, pub side characters going on. They both did their conquest cap for the week um, and got caught up in a bit more story. Um, then, uh, actually, oddly enough, uh, spending a little time in WoW, um, mm-hmm. uh, my heroic team uh, kind of hit an interesting wall for my character in particular on a heroic carapace uh, because there's a lot of magic damage. And uh, warrior tanks don't do so well with, no. with uh, magic damage. Yeah, nope. we have one button, one button that lasts like twenty seconds, I think, and then you have to wait for it to, to yeah. respawn. Yeah, and this and that fight is constant magic damage, almost almost constantly. So I ended up actually having to switch over to Mucal, my druid, and he tanked just fine. Right, great. Right. Like, yeah, go yeah. figure. So, but as a result, I'm I started uh, poking at my already leveled um, paladin. And I've now been gearing it up for raiding. So I now have a ret slash uh, prot pally that I can start doing stuff with. And just kind of testing the whole, you know, how hard is it from... Because this character was had gotten to 120 and that was it. I hadn't really done anything since. So I spent time, you know, getting gear. Um, But yeah, uh, other than that, uh, I made one trip to the 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 um, outside world i think they call it <laughs> yeah 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 um, yeah the res is it's really high res but you know yeah, it's, it's, it yeah. Really bright and hot and, hot and and yeah um there's some lag time sometimes if there's too many pe- people around yeah yeah, yeah well we stayed yeah. we stayed in the car luckily uh, oh, but good. We, yeah we wanted to go see uh to uh, see about getting a uh, pirate ship for the backyard nice uh, yeah, um, and uh, didn't you know hurried home? <laughs> so yeah, uh, luckily in time uh, to still be here for the podcast and, and not cause any real issues as far as it. great. Um, yeah, so that's about it. You know, just staying home, staying safe. Cool. All right, Chet, what have you been up to? Oh, what have I been up to? Uh, well, with the change in weather, because we went from, oh. man, this is the nicest April it's ever been to, oh. What the hell is wrong with this place? Why do we live here? <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. Uh, yeah, it, it went from, you know, low 70s to all of a sudden it's like, here, have a couple hundred degree days. And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. not ready for it. Um, so I've been... Uh, trying to fix up the the misters out front so we can sit there because it's still nice in the morning and evening if you have the misters out there. Um, just a reminder for the deep south, we actually add water into the air. You take yeah. water out of the air. So right. yes, <laughs> yeah, because uh, yeah, because we we've, we've had the ninety five degree days, right? But humidity, like lots yeah. of humidity. Oh, wow. oh my god! No, yeah. we get like no, a- thank you. Yeah, we get like a hundred degree and it's fifteen percent humidity. So and that's warm and that's and that's thick. Yeah. yeah. And you and you're um no, we do not live in tattooing that's Marcus. That's Yuma Marcus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, that, that's yeah, that's that's Yuma. I've yeah, driven through. Yeah. Well it was I'll tell you it was it was humid enough here that the front porch was that, that doesn't get direct uh, rain was wet. Oh like, like that's how humid it's been. That's here. bad. Yeah. 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 No. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, you know, you look at your watch, it says it's a hundred degrees. You walk outside and you go, this isn't bad. And then you walk yeah. into the sun and you're like, like oh, oh no, this is bad. Yeah. <laughs> this is bad. So they stars out. Yeah. So <laughs> I've got replacement stuff on order and that should be here Tuesday, hopefully we'll get that all set up. And then I'll look at the backyard because we got to do the same thing. Um, but other than that, I've been staying inside and we did some raiding. Honest, you'd be doing that anyway. I know. But <laughs> we get we uh, bailed on Nazoth and said, you know what, we'll be back because we've had a few key members of the team missing uh, just due to not feeling well or scheduling issues. So we stepped out and did a reset and started clearing. <laughs> and, you know, of course, the first thing I get is, uh, you know, we're on heroic, right? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> clear the first boss, first two bosses on heroic. That's what we usually do. So we killed it, reset back to normal and kept going. So we'll pick that up tonight. Um, right. But a lot of my time has been in Final Fantasy 14 
Uh, thanks to the scholar and summoner classes being tied together, like you level one and the other levels, uh, I could pick, okay, I'm going to DPS or I'm going to heal depending on what the Q bonus was and things like that. So I got Mm -hmm. that pair up to 50, um, got them taken care of. I really enjoyed both storylines and then flipped over and started working on Ninja and took my ninja from 30 to 50 and had fun with that storyline. Um, ninja's a bit of... If you're not playing ninja all the time, the uh, combinations are really easy to screw up on your spells. Yeah. And you'll end then up... Then you get a little bunny. Yeah, exactly. You just get a little bun in your head and you're like, well, that wasn't what I wanted. I wanted a big area of effect fire and I got a bunny on my head. Great. Okay. Um, So I did that. So that leaves for DPS. April was DPS month. I've got my blue mage left to get to 50 and I'll have all the DPS at 50 or higher. Nice. Um, And so. You want to do it in about an hour? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, May is looking like it's going to be tank and healing because I still have Astrologian and White Mage. Does that sound right, Mew? Yeah. That's the other healers, White Mage, right? Yep. Yeah, because yeah, you've so been Scholar. Yeah, I have Astrologian, White Mage. I have my Paladin, my Gladiator, and my well, Dark Gladiator Knight. is Paladin. Oh, Hang on. Paladin Warrior always confuses me. Paladin yeah. Warrior, Dark Knight to get yeah, to the fish. Paladin actually seems like a mix between Paladin, WoW Paladin and WoW Warrior. It's like a right. mix of the two. Yeah. 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 And then Warrior in, in Final Fantasy is kind of almost like, like death, death Knight. Knight without death parts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Just Knight. Exactly. Um, <laughs> So that's that's what I've been uh, focusing on. I skipped map night last night because I wanted to finish pushing the ninja to 50. And then now I'm going through and figuring out which uh, ironwork sets I'm missing. Because it was like, oh, they all look the same. And then I got the ironworks healing set. And it looks completely different from mm-hmm. the you know pants and, and jacket look oh, yeah. of Amy. Oh. And I'm like... So yeah, normally, normally like uh, healing and casting looks similar, but they palette swap. Yeah, but the but it's a diff, it's a dress on a female character, as opposed to the pants on the aiming and striking and fending. So mm-hmm. like, oh, I'll get that set. So yeah, that's what I've been up to. Cool. What about you, Makala? I'm rolling dice virtually right now. Um, our Thursday night, we're, we're trying to get to the boss battle of the campaign. (laughs) We found out that the, we've been dealing with a lot of political intrigue with giants. And we found out that the person that's kind of been causing some of this chaos that we thought was a giant was actually a dragon. A giant dragon? Oh, it's an ancient blue dragon. Okay. So a very giant dragon. Got it. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Right. Causing problems for you? Yeah. I'm sorry? Yeah, pretty much. Actually, so here's what we didn't realize the biggest boss of them all was Fantasy Grounds. Yeah. We have been having playing nice. So, like, (laughs) literally, last two weeks ago, we had approximately two sessions left. We had to get through the little stuff and then to the boss. Right? We're good. We have probably about two sessions left because last Thursday or this past Thursday, 2.5 rounds, the entire session, we went through 2.5 rounds in three hours. Mm -hmm. Yes. So now because we've been using the the new fantasy grounds beta and when you update to the beta, you can't revert back. Revert back, so now I have to go back to my program files and reinstall the other version from there. I'll need your help with that, darling. Sure. Um, but pretty excited because you know we're we're towards the end of this. We've been doing this for a while. 
Uh, we're actually looking at doing um, our friend Tony bought got a one shot that we're going to do. Um, why Mike preps um, the Inverness. Um, um, wow. Module. Module. Adventure. Correct. Yep. Yep. So pretty excited about that. Um, and our Sunday or weekend, well, I call it a weekend game. Um, we um, went to, we're supposed to accompany somebody to an auction, which was fine. Uh, we're being bodyguards. Um, then we realized that there was somebody out there that would probably be bidding against our person we're accompanying mm-hmm. um, just out of spite. <laughs> but they took interest in my poor little sweet innocent character. So then she had to play the distraction. Of course. Which was n- n- yeah, now she has <laughs> now she has now she has guilt. Um <laughs> now she has guilt. Um but in the middle of that of the auction, then they got there was an attack from some um dragon cultists. It was always fun. Random. Yeah, yeah. So ran well, no, because it was a auction around like wyvern eggs, dragon oh, eggs. Yeah. It was very dragon yeah. based. Right. So last week was, and so it was quite funny for a campaign that we don't do a lot of battle last. So last yesterday's was, was almost all battle, but it was fun. Um, um, most of the cultists escaped. Some wyverns escaped. That's not good. But we, no, it's not good. It's not good. Um, we lost a NPC that was helping us. So now there's more guilt. Um, but the exciting thing was a few weeks ago, our DMs like, hey, who wants to do a Call of Cthulhu game? It'll be a one shot, but let's face it, it's probably going to be a campaign. <laughs> um, yeah. Totally excited. Yeah, it takes place in 1937. So totally at my wheelhouse. <laughs> and I am playing something I have not played in a long time. I am the femme fatale. Oh, nice. Yes. So, whereas my prim and proper character, you know, feels really guilty about about <laughs> flirting and, you know, trying to be the distraction. No, this is my job. Right. <laughs> um, so, it's, it's quite fun. Um, she's also, um, even though we have uh, two other females in the group, she, the um, players, she's the only female character. Oh. So, because it's 1937, you know. Right, yeah. 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 Um, so... A lot of fun enjoying it. Um, except for some weirdness happened. Weirdness Friday or Wednesday, Wednesday we played. Right. Oh really enjoyable yes. time. Enjoyable time. Um Thursday I had some really weird not dreams that night. Um, kind of going between playing, you know, physically playing, and some weird creatures in the deep that were very Lovecraftian. So then I just kind of happened to casually mention in our chat and friend Angela says, yeah, no, I had some dreams that are kind of like, wow, wow, Lovecraft dreams. Like, that's weird. Our DM like, no, I was hearing the music in my head all night. Because <laughs> we have background music playing. We use the music from the Tower of Terror. Right. Um, another player happened to mention that he was fine Wednesday night. But in preparation, he was reading some Lovecraft the week before and had some Lovecraftian nightmares. So I'm like, yeah. did we open something? <laughs> did we open yeah. something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, playing Call of Cthulhu and session one, weird stuff happened. So awesome. So yeah, pretty happy. Um, so that's what I've been doing. Um, so let's we'll go ahead and waylay. We're gonna dig into ESO shortly, but I'm pretty sure we got some news. A-I-E News. All right, in community news, mandatory fun night. There's been no changes to the MFN schedule, but just a reminder, STO is starting in about 10 minutes. Um, So if you are interested in STO and you're involved in the Sunday night shenanigans, you should probably um, pause this and go play STO. Or you can actually stream us while you play, either way. Exactly. And speaking of streaming, in streaming and podcast news, um... Uh, Soto Escape Podcast 336, a plethora of conquest points. 6.1.1 is live, and it is a game changer for conquest, at least. We've brought our resident conquest leader and expert, uh, B. Kavanaugh, on to walk them through. And uh, Escape Podcast uh, 337, life in 6.1.1. 
in that episode, they talk about the new the new 6.11 reality, along with news, guild activities, highlights, and more from our good friends AIE SEMA, Max the Gray, and Astromech EPC337. And speaking of friends, working class nerds. Episode 72, Jackie Chow of Gearbox um, Software. I had to make sure that I didn't say Jackie Chan. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> I had to do I had to no, read. No. Um good, good, good. All right. Uh, Marcus and Nick chat with a friend of the show and game developer of Gearbox Software, Jackie Chow. They chat about what it's like to have to develop games from home, as well as which games they've been enjoying while everybody is in quarantine land. Right. And in Nomad's news, the first Division 2 season, Shadow Tide, is marching on. The current ongoing activity is the Home League that continues for another eight days. Uh, three of the four manhuts required to unlock the intel for season's main boss event have been concluded. <clears throat> uh, then we have the title update uh, nine that went live last week. And to celebrate anyone who logs in before May 5th, that's in two days if you're listening live, uh, will receive a backpack trophy soda and three apparel cash keys, which sounds pretty cool. Uh, this update features the exotic items reconfiguration that will allow you to level up your old exotics to current gear levels. And many bug fixes. That's actually good news. I have some really low-level neat stuff that people like that level. Uh, full notes are available at a link that will be shared in the patch notes or in our show notes. <laughs> links to patch notes. <clears throat> there is also a free trial for Division Two, playable for eight hours up to level eight. Any mm -hmm. progress made during the trial can be carried forward if the full game is purchased. Reach out to anyone in the AIE clan for friend referrals as well, because they get something and you get something, like most games nowadays. Um, reach out before you start digging in. Uh, we have a link for the free trial info in the show notes, as well as the friend referral. But really just ask in the Nomad channel saying, hey, I want Division 2 stuff. You can hook me up. Yep. You're probably be tourists. Um, <laughs> clan activity has been a little low lately, um, so they're encouraging members to reach out in the community Discord um, it's actually the Division 2 has their own chat channel um, <clears throat> to arrange nights for play and ask for help. And in Diablo 3 news, just a reminder, Season 20, the season of Forbidden Archives, is still going strong and see some AI community members dipping back into the game here and there. Remember, you have the Aaliyah IOCTA-S community and the Nomads clan at your disposal. Just ask for invites in the AI community Discord channel, Nomads. The season is scheduled to run roughly three months. It just started on March 13th, and there's still time to jump in and have some fun. Much of the news with Diablo is centered on the franchise's heavily anticipated Diablo 4. In February, Blizzard began quarterly updates on Diablo 4, and the first is available at a link in the show notes. All right, and in Destiny 2 news, uh, Guardians class is a friendly class competition and the new event... Um, Guardians game. Daily challenges provide opportunities for each class to achieve victory towards the reward. Bragging rights and uh, class-specific decorations for the Tower of Public Space that will serve as a reminder of the, their excellence for the remainder of the year or until the next event. Um, daily rewards and details in the games can be found at, Bungie, at Bungie's website. Um, look for events Guardian games. Uh, Bungie is partnering with Direct Relief once more for Guardian for the Guardian Hearts campaign to aid in the fight against COVID-19. For those who want information about the campaign, it's in the show notes and on Bungie's website um, under news. And remember, you can also you can also play much of Destiny 2 for free with Destiny 2 New Light. Access to much of the game and the first two year uh, past camp and its first two year past campaign. And activities are available for free with some restrictions on content in the latest Shadow Keeper or Shadow Keep expansion. Join for free and receive more information on the program um, on, Bunge on Bungie.net under Destiny slash New Light. There are member there are a few members of AIE carrying on the flight in Destiny 2. Reach out to them to arrange playtimes and ask for help in the community's Discord uh, Destiny 2 channel. You may submit an application to the clan. Um, at Bungie.net. Um, it's in the show notes. Also, just ask in Discord as well. I'm sure it's pinned. Um, officers are always available um, paying attention in the LFO channel, by the way. Don't hesitate to shout out there for app approvals for any AIE game. 
Yep, we're kind of scattered all over the place, but yep. we're in. We got our hands in most places. That happens, you know, playing <clears throat> all the games, you know. Yeah, you guys sometimes need a, a little uh, nudge. Yeah. All right. In WoW news, we have a note from Gusty Tail. Um, they had great fun doing the Volunteer Guard Day on both Alliance and Horde sides. That was a last-minute idea, and they racked up an impressive scores, killing invaders in Orgrimmar and Stormwind. Nice. Um, they also accidentally killed Crito. What happens? <laughs> it happens. It's fine. Yeah, Critos happen. It's good. Yeah. <clears throat> and right now, Invictus is the new co-guild for invites on the Horde side. Uh, just use the in-game guild finder and search for Eliade S and apply. Uh, just a reminder, once your appro- application is approved, you won't get an in-game notification for some reason. So make sure you go back and check your communities panel. Default J, it could be whatever you set it to. Uh, and you have to accept the invite. So we can approve you, but then you have to then like double opt in saying, yes, I approve your approval. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Approve <laughs> the approval. Approve the approval. Two-step uh, authentication. Yes. Industry standard. Yep. Yes. And in officer news, Fezgig is a new officer. Come learn more about the newest AIE officer on the AIE Guild website. And make sure you listen to episode uh, 341 as well. Yes. <clears throat> and, it, and so, you know, he is primarily Alliance side, as far as I know. He's uh, mm-hmm. helping a lot with, with uh, th- that uh, clan there. Um, <clears throat> also, uh, there is a officer spotlight article on Cyrene uh, on the AIE Guild blog. Uh, keep an eye out on the blog as more interviews are on the way. And and more Alliance side guild news. They are now over 300 members. And HFO uh, raid team had 25 people Friday night. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Well, speaking of raid teams, new braid in the Horde side has had 45 to 50 people attending the last. Yeah, we're. So we are now running two groups. Wow. Um, I lead one. Cyrene leads the other. And Ghidorah jumps back and forth between the two. They're good that <laughs> way. So is that n- Nubin Raiden or Noob Raids? <laughs> or I mean, what's the plural for our Noob? Newbie raid? Raids. Noob Raid Die? Noob Raids. Uh, oh. <laughs> we're all okay. new. Yeah, I, I guess. I'm not sure. Noobie. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Noob Raid Squared. There you go. Yes. Um, but it's been a lot of fun. We tend uh, each group manages to get four to five bosses down each week. It takes us a little bit longer than usual to form up, so five is as far as we've gotten. Um, but that's okay because we're having a ton of fun. Um, if you're interested in joining, there's no item level requirement. Just be in guild chat a little bit before 11 p.m. Eastern and watch for me to announce that invites are going out, and we will get you in one of the two groups. Who knows? Maybe we'll end up needing three groups. Hey, this, uh, hey, home thing keeps right? going. Right. I mean, forty-five. I mean, most of my teams are like fifteen per. So you already have three teams right there. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, have the right count of tanks and healers, and you're good to go. I yeah. just want to know how Kenny um, floor tanks to raids. <laughs> uh, it takes cha- it takes epic yeah. skill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes a special set of skills, and you, my dear, have those skills. Yeah, yeah just dual box. Just it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not sure how G is managing to jump back and That's forth crazy. so often without yeah. going insane. Yeah. All right. But yeah, it's a, a ton of fun. Awesome. In Sotor news, have some conquest points with your conquest points. Did you open your inventory? You get conquest points. Did you sneeze? Conquest points. No. The latest changes to the conquest system have everyone remarking on all the new ways to gain points, as well as sparking conversations in the community and among guildies about whether the changes have made it too easy and whether there's some method behind Bioware's madness. In the meantime, it's definitely affected gameplay for many AIEers in SOTOR, as they switch out of characters more often to get personal targets met. It'll be interesting to see how it goes once the initial hubbub dies down and they settle into the new normal. Yeah, yeah it, it's, it, it's literally like I was half joking, but it's like send your companion to sell the junk in your inventory yes. You get conquest points. Wow! Go on a flight point. Get get your conquest point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. gather from some nodes. Get some conquest points. Yeah. I mean, travel yeah, to a planet. Conquest yeah. points. Wow! Yeah. Do a thing at that planet. Yeah. Conquest points. <laughs> yeah, 
it's <laughs> yeah if you want if you want more uh just listen to the last two escape podcasts and they have some good discussion about it um so all right and just a reminder, the public test server is now currently up, so people can work on testing the new master mode version of the current operation, The Nature of Progress. And MFN still meets Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. max time. This week, they are celebrating and opening the remaining rooms on both flagships. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, B. Kavanaugh has some fun things planned for the future. Maze Mega will be a Datacron crawl and will be up on the 22nd. Now is a good time to jump in the game because they have a double XP event going on till mid-June. And last but not least, May the 4th is Lucy's birthday as well as the birthday of the Gildy uh, Risavon son. May the 4th be with us all. Um, It's also... um old old school AIE uh guildy uh Leontine slash Ogeron. Um which is funny because she's a member of the five oh first so <laughs> you know she's she's an imperial scum but the May the fourth is her birthday. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right. And STO news uh tonight's fleet night will focus around the winter wonderland that Q brought back. There's currently a double XP event going on. Um by the way if you're going to Fleet Night you're late. Um, <laughs> next week they'll be running another event for a few weeks uh, to work towards either a tier 6 ship or 1000 lobby crystals both cool things and in Final Fantasy 14 news map nights are still a super popular event and profitable for everyone what I saw I think last night or wasn't no two nights yeah. ago it was like 700,000 yeah. Yeah, before, yeah before selling anything before selling anything, before like selling the drops they got, yeah. so that's pretty crazy. Uh, <clears throat> uh, just, to, just as a reminder, maps are greatly appreciated, but are not required for attendance. Just show up; they just want the warm body, really. Yep. <clears throat> uh, Tuesday night casual raid nights have been getting a lot of traction, with older raids being requested and fulfilled. Uh, special extreme mounts are also common activities, getting cool and unique mounts for all attendees. Thursday nights, uh, Noobs on Demand is looking to start up this week. Look for updates on their successes in the Raid Activity Channel. Because, reminder, Raid Activity Channel is for all games across everything. It's not just for WoW, even though they're the noisiest. Right. Everybody's in there. Uh, Goblin, the server that AE plays on, is once again a preferred server. But good luck getting in there, because it's also locked. (laughs) (laughs) Because of course it is. Yeah, well, it's a yeah. It's and, and if you look on the the server status side, all the preferred servers are currently locked for new users because everyone loves to pile into a preferred server because you yeah. get the XP bonus. Uh, many new players are starting up on our server, so you're going to see lots of new folks running around to adventure alongside with. And since uh, all new characters will get the road to seventy buff, giving you a massive XP bonus on all jobs under seventy, so now is a great time to start up Final Fantasy fourteen with AIE. Drop by the Final Fantasy um, XIB channel for any questions or meet the many AE players of Final Fantasy XIV. Yep. And just a reminder, if you are trying to get Goblin early in the morning, really late West Coast time in the evening, you can get in. Um, and also, the, the Road to 70 buff is only for new characters. So you don't get that for an existing character to help level up your classes to 70. You have to start a new character to get that. So, yep. All right. And in Eve news, all operations within normal parameters, military deployment is officially over. Isk making may resume. Translation, they're all in Animal Crossing playing the stock market. <laughs> well, of course they are. All right. And Elotro news. Elotro has a successful uh, PVMP, so player versus monster player, night last night or last week. Uh, they had a lot of fun. And if you missed it, uh, there'll be more uh, PVMPs uh, themed SNLs in the future, which is their Saturday night, Saturday night live. Saturday night Lotros. Lotro, there we go. Thank you. Excuse me. Not the not the Rona. Um <laughs> so me today. Um oh. 
Sorry. Uh, so if you missed the first one, you'll have a chance to join up the next time. Um, Standing Stone Games has extended all content free to play through May 31st. If you're a VIP or a lifetime VIP, as a thank you, Standing Stone is giving all VIPs a free medium carry-all. Awesome. And with that, let's get back to Kenny and find out what's going on in ESO, Fallout 76, and possibly Animal Crossing. No, 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 those are the two. I knew there was a game we hadn't <laughs> talked about in the news yet. Right, right. <laughs> Uh, so game news-wise for ESO, um, the next chapter is coming out called Greymore. It'll launch Tuesday, May 26th for PC and Mac and on July 9th for consoles. Update 26 is supposed to go live at that time as well. Um, for all players, Update 26 is supposed to have some more server and client-side optimization and stability improvements. Reading the patch notes, it looks like it's going to be a lot of stuff about frames per second and um for displays, things like that, just to help. Um, for the per- for those that purchase the new chapter, we'll be joining. Wow, we will be journeying <laughs> to Western Skyrim. Um, it's an area that should feel familiar because if you spend a lot of time in Skyrim, uh, the geography is similar, at, but it'll be earlier in the timeline, so there'll be a lot of new areas to discover. And. We get to go into Blackreach, which is this huge underground cavern. And during the prologue quest, you actually got to see a little bit of it. And you could also see it in the actual Skyrim game, too. So it's a pretty cool area. One of the new systems that will be launched alongside Greymoor is the new antiquity system. Um, when they first announced it, it reminded me a lot of archaeology in WoW. But with this, you join the antiquity. Antiquarian circle. I'm guessing that's how to say that word. Antiqu- antiquarians. Antiquarians. I, which I can say it right. I just can't read it right. Ever. Um, but you join them in solitude in Western Skyrim, which will give you a quick quest explaining how it works. There will be two new mini games and skill lines to go with them, and a variety of items you can earn from doing it, such as mythic equipment, treasure that you can sell, motifs, furnishings, and amount was listed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to check that out. And Friday after the new chapter launches, our mandatory fun night will actually be spent exploring the new zone together as a group and maybe checking out the new system. Um, Some of our recent mandatory fun activities have been random dungeon runs, public dungeon clears, stuff. And one of our members, Thugs, created a course called Golden Lessons. If you're interested in learning about how to make gold in-game, he's got some good tips there. Cool. A lot of them involve the market and thievery. So there is hey. in-game thievery. It's actually a skill okay, line. That's fine. that's fine. All right. It's the first thing you, I do in all of my ASO characters is level up the thieves guild. Great. Yeah. The, okay. There is a guild for this. You, you also could get a huge bounty and have to hide for six months in your house, but that's a whole. Oh, wait, 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 wait. So <laughs> yeah. it's real life without the bounty. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, but that's all I really have about ESO at this point. We'll have more information after the new expansion comes out with different things we're doing as well. Yeah, but yeah, okay. So now that we've gotten the technicalities <laughs> out, you and me were here, <laughs> and um, I know something about both of you, which is you are huge Fallout fans. So. I would love to know what's going on in Fallout 76. What are you guys doing? And how is the game? Wastelanders is really good. I enjoyed it before Wastelanders, but this just adds an extra level to it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I definitely went Settlers first time. What about you? I actually have been purposely avoiding making a solid decision because that's just how I am. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, I've been kind of spreading out in all the directions because it's not just about settlers and raiders. There's also some little tiny, almost side factions, but not quite. And there's other related stuff going on. There's allies to find and do interesting things with. Uh, the first one I found was um, actually in the settler area, and, uh, and it, you'll immediately come across them. So it's not much of a spoiler, really. But it's it's an old guy, and he's basically your grandpa. <laughs> at least he acts like it he's doing things like uh you know 
pull my finger and uh, you know other fun stuff like that. Is it Scott Johnson and Fallout? <laughs> Just about, <laughs> pretty much. But uh, but every now and I mean once a day though he'll actually give you a little hey I heard an interesting rumor about this uh, weapons cache somewhere why don't you go sniff it out for us and you go and find it and it's a neat little you know hunt and peck and or you know hunt hunt, hunt and shoot um and uh, dig out this weapons cache bring it back and he gives you a legendary item so. It's actually a neat little mechanic. I, I'm I'm gonna try. There's a bunch of other allies too. There, you know, that you can come strumble across. Like just when you're out in the wasteland itself, um, you'll just get a little ping saying, "Hey, there's a radio frequency. Hey, someone's calling for help or whatever." And they'll turn out to be an ally. And it's actually a um, you, you start a quest with them, and eventually they'll say, "Hey, you know, you got somewhere to hang out for a little bit. Why don't you put this thing there so I know that it's safe to come by and visit you?" And you now have an ally sitting on your camp. And on top of the daily quests they give you, they also defend your camp, which is pretty cool. Um, they, they are actually, you know, more useful than a turret. <laughs> 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 Considering the turret can go rogue and shoot at you. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. would say that's way more useful than a turret. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, I was just you know hanging out, and you know the old guys just wandering around my camp, and you know the a, a feral ghoul wander up, and it was. Roll around, and just start shooting, and it's dead. It's like, wow, you you are a good shot, dude. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, that that's been a neat little addition. I mean, and just you can tell they put a lot of polish and effort into this one. They actually realize that people like when things are you know a bit more polished, and, right. and you, you care about what you're putting into a game. Just a little, yeah. But yeah, they put a lot of little quiet um, quality of life changes. Uh, my favorite being that if you have any of the perks that give you bonus loot in different situations, whether it be looking at a medical uh, thing or an ammo thing or looking in food containers, that's now automatic. <clears throat> in the old way, you had to push a button on that thing, and then because of server lag, you might get a notification 30 seconds later after you've already left, mm-hmm. saying, oh, hey, you found something extra, and then you have to go ah. back and figure out what that container was. No, now it's just on the fly. Like As soon as you mouse over the thing, it's already rolling to see if you've won the extra item. Oh, nice. It's there. So this little, that's just an example. Little things that they put in to really improve um, how things are going. Um, <clears throat> and I've done um, a lot of the content in a group. And it's interesting the way they're doing that because things that you say can matter to how you're perceived later. Yep. So in a group setting, the leader can go in and then you can go in with the leader, in which case you're tied to whatever decisions he makes while you're in there. Yep. Uh-huh. Okay. He or she. Or you can hit the button to go in on your own and have that conversation yourself. So you get to pick how your character would react. And then you exit that and then keep going on to the next stage. It works really well for a lot of the dialogue pieces. It's a little bit more cumbersome in areas with combat. Like um, if you're low level, lower level, and you're doing this, you might need the backup to get through some of the challenges. case you have to run the content twice which is what uh, my friend and i did we went through once for his character and then once for my character um but we both pick slightly different dialogue and you can see what you can hear what they're saying what the npc is saying in response to what your friend says mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you get you're not at lo- at a loss as to how that conversation is flowing yeah and it's also kind of clever how they've done some of them when it's not like a cumbersome public thing typically it'll be like you Took a door, and now you're inside, and that's how they separate the the um, shared area to a private instance. Kind of. Oh, okay. Kind of so, like the uh, private apartments in the FC house. If yes. Fantasy fourteen. Okay. Yeah. So, and like 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 she said, like when when the leader goes in, everyone else has a has a choice. When you go into that same instance off thing, saying, "Do you want to join the leader's instance or do you want to join your own thing?" Oh, cool. And I, I like that because it, then you can have completely different choices going on, or like she said you can go in and help someone if they've already gone through it. Yeah. And there's actually, uh, there's a reason, <clears throat> like you don't have to worry about like waiting for everyone to be on the same quest because uh, you actually get like a little bit of quest experience if someone completes a quest while you're in a group. No, so, nice. Yeah, so cool. it's like, so even if you aren't on the same quest, it's like, oh, you still get a benefit for being there and par- being part of the party kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, How has yeah. the PvP aspect of it changed with the new patch? I think the PvPers left. Mm, uh, really? I'm, I'm glad. I, I wouldn't know. I use Fallout first in private yeah. servers, yeah. so <laughs> right. Oh, true. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, which I mean, I, I've not had to switch over to a private server since. Like, it just, I don't. It they've done enough to make it to where it's not really rewarding for PVPers that are trying to grief you to do things. Like, it's there's still ways for them to do it, but it it requires so much effort. Like, you really have to be dedicated to making someone miserable to actually do so now. Well, the PVP, I mean, that's kind of. I mean, there yeah, some of them are trolls. Yeah. But you have to be like level 200 with maximum explosion perks and the perfect weapons and the perfect armor in order to mm-hmm. actually do anything now. Because they, <clears throat> it's, it's uh, I think they call it the slap system. That mm-hmm. if you are, you can now set yourself to, to passive by default. So even mm-hmm. if you sh- purposely shoot someone, like nothing happens because you've told it I'm passive or, right. or pacifist. Pacifist, that's it. Um, so um, if, if a PvPer shoots you, it does what they call slap damage. It doesn't do full damage. It does like 1% of the damage. Okay. So you have to sh- then shoot them back. And and the, they've tried to find clever ways to trick you into to fighting them. But all you do is walk away and they can do nothing. Like right. It's literally like, tickling you as, you as you leave. And you can now uh, right-click a name and say, avoid this person. And you will pop off of their map. Oh, nice. So you're gone. Cool. How and, does it affect um, your camps and stuff? I mean, they can sit there and wail away in your camps, but I mean, that's they're doing slap damage to that too. So okay. it's you know, it's <clears throat> you know, unless you engage them back, like it's not going to go full. Like it's it's this, this they're making like I said they're they're making it to where it's not really worth the effort mm-hmm. for PVPers and griefers to do what they were doing. Right. So I, I kind of feel like they just moved on. They moved on to something else with, that was, a, you know, less effort because I think it's just too much effort now for them to, to do what what they find fun. So they left. Yeah, that's fine. That's good. And this this whole wastelanders thing, it's not for PvP. It's right. It's, this is all story. Know, it's it's all campaign story. Yeah. It's there's it, it makes no sense. You kind of kind of if you want to say, oh, I'm a raider. Let's be a raider. Sure, you can act that out and everything. But I don't see that like. There's actual NPC humans that you can harass now, so it's like, <laughs> you know, it's it's just it's not worth it anymore. And I mean, I, I, I'm kind of glad that it's going that way. Yeah, it's because this game was never designed well for PvP. Like, no, like the closest they've gotten, and I'm I'm kind of hoping that maybe they they focus more on is the nuclear winter. I don't know if you ever poked at that mode at all. I did because <laughs> I wanted the Charlie Brown Christmas tree that they were doing as a nuclear winter award. Dude. It, it is it's great in my house um yeah. but our method of doing it was sparrow thugs and i queued up and hid under a house mm-hmm. for a long time <laughs> yeah yeah because that's essentially it's it's um it's their version of battle royale essentially right. yeah <clears throat> and that that's how they do pvp and i, I actually think that that it should be the pre- preferred method like have it its own thing away from everyone else without weird overpowered stuff going on and everyone can do their PvP over in the corner, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, because because honestly, it's the, the few times I've had to do PvP, it was just it was a an interruption in my the game. Right, it right. Just, yeah, it didn't feel like it, it, you know. It's like <clears throat> I made the mistake of trying to um, claim a workshop because mm-hmm. I wanted to to get some supplies from it, and that like literally seconds after I was done claiming the workshop, I was suddenly dead. Oh, she's <laughs> because one of the things about claiming a workshop is that you you are flagging yourself PVP. Uh, so okay. anyone anyone is allowed to come and take the workshop from you, right? Which again makes no sense. I mean, it's it's they're shoehorning this stuff in mm-hmm. because the second that it it went live, I was dead, and then it, it you know, to the point like normally when you when you are killed, you are mostly like disabled. Like someone can walk right. over and impact you and bring you back. No, mm-hmm. the, they. They were so overpowered PVPers that like, they killed me through that. Like, right, you, right. Can, you, can, you can be killed deader, essentially. Right, yeah. right, right. Dead, dead. Yeah. So, like, I was just suddenly completely dead with no option to revive. And then I pan over and two people, like, shimmer out of their invisibility cloaks with their explosive weapons. Right. Like, that's all they did. And that was this was before Wastelanders. Oh, like, that's okay. the only time I've ever made the, this. That's the only time I've ever made the mistake of. of Forgetting that PvP was part of it. <laughs> so yeah, I just I, I learned the lesson that if I need if I need resources from a workshop, I'll do 
a first server and just sit there on my own because that's that's all. I'm just farming. I I don't care about PvP stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. But, <clears throat> yeah, let me, let me look at my notes and see if we did. Uh, yeah, let's see. The, I talked about the allies, which is really interesting. If you've played any of the Fallout uh, 76 story beforehand, you might have interacted with Rose. Right. And you, yes. they, do, they do pick up with her. She's actually my favorite character in the game. Even though I'm not a raider, <clears throat> I, I, Rose was like, she was the one interesting character in the pre uh, Wastelanders uh, setup because it was just like she was, she was like, she, she was basically a human NPC for all intents and purposes. Right. Even though there weren't such things in the game then. And but yeah, that's, you get to get, yeah. that storyline with her that you get to pick up in Wastelanders with the additional information is mm-hmm. really good. Yes. Um, she was not my favorite storyline of all of it. Um, I actually really was hoping for more information around the Mistress of Mysteries because I loved that storyline. That was but yeah. But getting that additional backstory piece from rose that was a really good storyline i like yep. yeah uh you know there's you you definitely if you if you did anything with rose please continue that there there's some good payoff some really interesting character flesh outs mm-hmm. that i found very intriguing <clears throat> but uh but yeah it, are even even stuff relating to why rose is around like that was probably the most interesting stuff gotcha. yeah have you, have you started like a brand new character since Wastelanders comes out, is there any difference in the story? There's a huge difference, actually. So, yeah, my my established character is level 82. Um, is um, full full enclave, a full military, like all this, like gone through all this stuff. So, all the new content, I'm actually getting all kinds of advantages because I've already gone through all this effort. Like, like right. a thing that might have been difficult. Oh, you already have this. Yeah, go ahead. Like it's like all these extra checks that cool. okay. you have to figure some way around or like, oh, you already have this. Yeah, you're fine. A brand new character, um, it's they won't stop you. They're just gonna give you alternative ways of doing it. Um, oh, okay. I'm trying to so it's like uh you have to go somewhere to get a, a part for someone. I'm trying to be as vague as possible. Right. Right, of um, course, and no spoilers. Yeah. Um, and because I'm military, there's a different option now. Oh, you're military, yada yada yada. If you're a brand new character, well, you have to be, you know, typical Fallout fashion. Mm-hmm. Either shoot your way through, or hack your way through, or picklock your way through, or sneak, right. or you know, your typical stuff. Like there's there's okay. ways of doing whatever you need to do. It's just because I've gone through, because I have an established character, I have other avenues open to me to do fun stuff, and I like that. Like it's and even as like when you're talking to the 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 new human NPCs for the first time, there's even dialogue difference between the two for new characters it's like it's like oh you're fresh out of the vault aren't you or you know if you're been, been there a while it's like yeah i've been out here for a, a year already i can tell you about the place you're living in now nice <laughs> so gotcha. so yeah that's cool How yeah, about you? So, um and i i played through some of it on the pts originally and that's where i created a brand new character and you'll get to a point where you're talking to a character and they say, yeah, you're not high enough level to do what I want you to do. So come back. Oh, that's fun. Okay. Which, which was good because knowing going back on my main character, who's level 147 um, Mm -hmm. on once it became live where that quest took me. Yes. I needed that, that gear, that stuff. Right. In order to withstand some of those fights. So I could totally see why they did it that way, but there was still enough lower level content to get you to that point that just running the old quests would still level you up fast if you really wanted to rush it. But these games, you don't need to rush them. Just take your time, enjoy the story. That's the important thing. Um, My primary character went settlers all the way through. I'm going to create a fresh character to go raiders all the way through. um, Just so that I see both sides of the story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, Probably a good idea, yeah. And <clears throat> I mean, there's, there's there's all kinds of fun stuff to take through, all kinds of interconnecting parts. You know, if if you miss going to the DMV, hey, we got a DMV for you. Uh, you can deal with that <laughs> stuff. Because oh that's my what, gosh, that's what everyone's is, missing right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah if, it's really reminiscent of the horrors of a DMV. I'm yeah, just telling you, they they did such a good job on that quest line. It was pretty funny, but yeah, it's 
Really well done. It's it's just it's just so interesting. All the different pathways. There's you know there's a military line. There's the enclave. I still haven't done anything with um. Oh geez, what are they called? The uh, the the other faction, the Free Staters. I haven't dug oh. deep into that. There's a whole quest line with the Free Staters that you can do. I, I've kind of done a little bit of it, but I haven't finished it out. But there's all kinds of stuff there, and you can get special you know signage and vendors and stuff like that. And cool. you know, same thing with yeah. It's there's just so much to dig into yeah I, I think at this point i'd almost have to start a new character because i'm getting fallout 4 and fallout 76 storylines right. mixed up and it's yeah, like fusing like, together like wait a minute so i may just start a brand new character and go from there so yeah and and i'll, I'll have to say that like wastelanders was to me a good enough change that it feels more like a fallout 5 Okay. Like, okay. Oh, good. Like Fallout seventy six at first felt like, oh, here's a multiplayer version of Fallout four. <laughs> right. 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 Here's everything yeah, here's... I didn't want in Fallout with extra people in it. Yeah. 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 And now it's Fallout five with some people hanging out. Cool. So, it's like, oh, is that is that a real person or is that an NPC? Like it's actually getting more difficult. Right. Right. Yeah. Of course, you know, they're in you know weird weird looking armor you can kind of tell because they have yeah. names so yeah. you look at them at a distance and you see the name floating over their head with their right. house bar and you're like is that a real person right and you yeah. have to get closer yeah. to find out. Yeah. and how much and are the uh the private servers it's something like like the yearly price is super low here let me look it up real quick yeah, yeah i did the year when it came out and i honestly don't remember i thought it was 100 it was. wasn't it I remember yeah, talking one, about 100 it. One hundred a year. Yep, one hundred a year. Yeah. Um, it is thirteen bucks a month. So it's it's an MMO. Ex, uh, it's an it's MMO cheap, subscription. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah a cheap MMO subscription. It's yeah, yeah like that's final, reasonable. Final, yeah, Final Fantasy fourteen subscription. Very cool. Oh, and it's similar to ESO in the fact that you get atoms, which you can spend for mm-hmm. customization in the atom store, included in that price. Oh, and okay. the atoms you get basically work out to that dollar value. If so, it's totally worth it. Yeah, gotcha. If you were ever going to buy atoms, don't just get there first instead, because then you get all the, the extra perks, like being able to put stuff in stash and having a private server. If if somehow someone does start harassing you, or if you just want to have a private server with oh, you know eight of your friends, with your friends, exactly. Um, it. You get a bunch of free outfits and other uh, stuff that are that's unique to first, so it's worth even just getting one month of it. Just like mm-hmm. ESO, just like uh, Swator, where you know you get perks for just having it for a month and then mm-hmm. it expire. What else is there? I know there's some other stuff in there. The survival tent is nice. It gives yeah. you a second free travel spot anywhere you place it. Mm-hmm. It also has a bed, a scrap box, a and you can decorate those. The ones for Christmas had Christmas lights on it. Fun. Oh, cool. Yeah, they come in handy. Yeah, they're they're really good for if you're wanting to go after one of the Scorched Beasts or the Scorched Beast uh, Queen. Just drop your little adventure, your survival tent that we have a little post to run over and grab stuff and run back out. I actually used um, one of those to go back and get more ammo because when you're fighting the Queen, of course, you pretty much all your ammo is gone. Yeah. So you got to get some more. But yeah, it's... Oh. It's 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 been a night and day change. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's obviously sitting on top of what's already been there, but like Wastelanders mm-hmm. and on feels like a whole new game that actually feels like it's worth playing now. Very awesome. cool. All right. So anything else with Fallout you want to throw in there, guys? Or ESO. ESO, anything. I'm having a ton of fun in both games. There's not enough hours in my day for the games <laughs> nope. that I want. Accurate. Be a time spots time stop spell. All right. So that's our show for tonight. Uh, While well, the chat room begins suggesting titles, which Seema jumped the gun on, um, well, thanks to Kenny for joining us. And Kenny, where can we find you? Besides on the floor uh, drinking. Right there. Well, of course. Right there. Um, on, tw- <laughs> on Twitter, I'm at Dan Kinnia, and oh, I oh. do live streams of the mandatory fun nights in ESO and the new braid runs that we do nope. on my Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash Dan Kinney. Awesome. Awesome. Asima's <laughs> killing it tonight. I know, right? 
All right. If you have a question or comment about our show, you can email us at podcast at AIE-Guild.org. You can follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. I am at the MuCow because MuCow is still taken for some reason. Amakala is at Cyberwave. Hetsemi is at Ivory Tiger. And we record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on our website. That's aie-guild.org slash podcast dash live dash stream. And our Discord server for chat is aie-guild.info slash Discord. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul on Twitter or visit his website, andrewallenmusic.com. All right. And now... If we had some, it would be time to play all of the great AI member segments. Hey, I'm I'm actually doing some WoW stuff again, so maybe some alt stuff might happen. Okay, all right. Trying to get it figured out. Trying to get it figured out. Excellent. Sounds sounds good. All right, and next time we're going to be talking to Abavan about Final Fantasy 14. So until then, AIE, this is Makala. This is Muko. This is Tetsemi. And this has been the AIE Podcast. part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.